Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I want to go back to this one issue, though, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight you would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except what? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill, drill, drill. That's not not retribution. I'm going to be... I'm going to be, you know, he keeps, we love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay? that, that sounds to me like you're going back to the policies when you were president. All right. All right, welcome back. It is Thursday. I love Trump. You, you got to love it. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who's the best in the game? I mean, who just knows how to really grab the attention of everybody. I mean, he he is the best. He is trolling every media outlet (laughs) on the planet with with the answer that he gave. Uh, Are you going to be a dictator? Uh, Only on the first day. (laughs) Oh, he's going to drive the liberals crazy with that. It's going to be... uh, Some of the things he does, you know, it's probably long-term not good for him to do or say. (laughs) But... One thing I can tell you, you can't take away from him is uh, he has this down to an art form. He knows how to get under their skin and it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. He just knows what to do. You know, they're going to use his own words against them, obviously, in any ads that they run. And I'm sure that that's going to be one that they're definitely going to use. So I can't say that that's probably going to be the best thing for him to say in the long run. But God, he does it better than everybody else. You want to talk about the GOAT? This guy can get under their skin and get their attention so quickly and, and just, it looks effortless. He like, he doesn't have to put any thought into it. That's just his personality. He just fires from the hip and it is what it is. And he says whatever he says, because I know that's going to upset some people. Even Sean Hannity at the moment looked like he got a little, a little bit nervous when he said that, like, holy crap, why would you say that right now? But that's Trump, you know, like it better or worse. That's what you elect. That's the guy you want. So, boy, he is the best though. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. You ain't got to enjoy it, but I enjoyed it for sure. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll see how the primaries turn out, and uh, we'll see who the number one guy is. I, I personally think it's going to be Trump just by all the numbers and histories on his side, uh, but we will see. And then uh, uh, I certainly like the idea of drilling, drilling, drilling. Thank God. Let's get to it. Uh, he also said that he would uh, get rid of Joe Biden's electric car mandate. Uh, so that way automakers can feel free to make whatever cars sell the best. What what the consumer wants, not the uh, um, ideology that you're pushing. Okay? Well, what, what people actually want to purchase, which would be nice. And then shutting the border down. And I hope he was pretty good about, you know, that was the one thing about Trump that I could say a lot of people uh, liked about him as much as I did. Was if he said it on the campaign, um, he either did it. 
or at least attempted to do it and and um, maybe it didn't turn out his way, but at least he gave it his best effort. Um, so you can have some trust in if he says he's going to shut the border down, yeah, it's beautiful. Shut it down. No one's allowed to come in and out. That's it. We got to get this under control here. We've taken in way too many people in four years. You know, you are forever changing the United States by allowing way too many people to come in here. Um, and, you know, the, the threats that come across with them. We talked about the terrorists that, that potentially are inside the system right now. They're inside the United States. So that, that would be good if he keeps his promise. And you should expect him to because he, like I said, he did what he said he was going to do last time around. I wouldn't imagine it would be any different this time around. As a matter of fact, this time around, he has less to lose than last time. Last time, he was facing re-election. This time, there is no re-election. This time it's done. This time it's, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to straighten this mess out one more time. And then I'm retiring. I'm out of here. I'm going to go do whatever it is I feel like doing until the end of my days. I'm going to go play golf, go play with the kids and the grandkids and have fun and just enjoy my life on the way out. He certainly got plenty of money to do so. Uh, I like it. Anyways, I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about all that. All right. I know that Capitol Hill, I mean, there was all of these trials going on and uh, it happened late in the day on or later in the day on Tuesday after I had already recorded because I had to record early on Wednesday and uh, it would have been good to have some of this because it was it was such a good day. Um, Not a good day, but it, it was so much so much that went on. Uh, pertaining to anti-Semitism in colleges and these these college universities, Harvard, Penn, uh, MIT, um, the things that that simple questions you couldn't answer. I mean, it's scary the times we live in, and it, it is scary. It's scary. I mean, it's scary, and I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> I'm a Christian. It, it's scary to me because I can't believe that we're on the border of allowing this history to repeat itself. Such a dark stain on on uh, in our history books and we are literally watching it repeat itself and it really is a shame uh but it, there was so much good there i hope you heard it from everybody else i'm not going to sit here i'm sure you did by now i'm not going to play everything all over again uh but the the four presidents of those schools or the three presidents of those schools they they should all be released let go one thing i can say is if you are a Jewish American, you should not support these institutions. You should not attend these colleges. You should hit them where it hurts. You see, it's working for everything else that we have done. Everything. Every every other situation that we have attacked, and we do it in a financial way, where it's not that we're not boycotting you or anything, but we're just not going to use you because you know we don't support your uh, you don't support our values and we don't support yours. If you just do that. Uh, they will get the message loud and clear. And and, I'm sure there's a lot of Jewish kids on these campuses. I'm sure there is. That's a lot of money not coming in. And then I'm sure there are plenty of Jewish donors uh, that are alumni of these places. Stop giving them your money. That hard-earned money that you have, stop giving it to them because they can't even honestly say up there with a straight face that calling for the genocide of Jews is against their policies and wrong and is intimidating and it is bullying and we don't have tolerance for that. They can't even say that much. I mean, you're talking about killing an entire uh, group of people for their religious beliefs. And if they can't say that, you should definitely not be supporting any institution like that at all. 
Uh, another great example of that um, uh, was reported, uh, I guess, Dylan Mulvaney, since we were talking about trans. Uh, and there was even stuff with Riley Gain on that. Yeah, I, I missed out on it because I had to record too early. It would have been nice to have all that, but it doesn't matter. Um, Dylan Mul- Mulvaney had a speech at Penn State. And uh, pretty much the entire hall, I don't know how many people it holds. It looks like it holds quite a few people. Um, pretty much nobody showed up to listen to it. Nobody showed up to watch it. And I, I think that's... Uh, I think it's good. It shows it shows you how social media really um, is what's bringing all the fame and popularity to this to this mentally ill person. Um, without social media, he is nothing. Obviously, here in the real world, uh, people are uninterested in listening to a man who parades around as a twelve-year-old little girl and degrades women and and little girls for a living. And that, that is his life. That is his identity. That is what, that's what he wants to do with himself. And a lot less people are interested in than you would, uh, than they'd like you to believe because it's social media. You know, how many times have I said to you on this program, and I'm sure you've heard it from other people, but on this program, uh, you don't see the world the way social media portrays the world. If you believe the world is what it is on social media, you know, unfortunately you would really think we live in a messed up world. Uh, when you go outside, you don't see the hate that we that we see on social media. You don't see the same problems. You don't see the sideshow, clown show freaks running around like they are on social media. And that's not directed at a sexuality or anything. I'm talking about there are some strange people on social media doing all kinds of strange things. This ain't, uh, I watched some girl talking about her pronouns. And I mean, and it's, there are all kinds of things. They're animals. They're reckless words. They're all kind of, and I don't know if they're spoofs or if they're not. Regardless, doesn't matter. It's a mental disorder. It's a freak show. You know, you're going to call me by uh, a bird. And a bird is my pronoun. A bird. And you say, how oh, bird is here. And then the bird is going there. Bird. I, you know what I call that? See, I don't call it a pronoun. I call it a nickname. You know, everybody got nicknames. My nickname back in the day, I had two of them. Depending on which uh, people you were talking to and friends, there was a, it was a rivaling. So they either nicknamed me Turtle or which uh, I don't know if it had to do with my uh, my uh, speed because for a large guy I'm relatively uh, fast or used to be now you know like I said if you ever see me running you better run because it's that bad because my knees and back don't like me anymore <laughs> so now I would certainly say I've probably earned that nickname but before I think it's because when I was younger I used to shave my head completely bald had my head my, had my face shaved and maybe it's because I had looked you know bald and, and had a turtle-esque face uh the other one was yeti so those were me i called them nicknames call me a yeti call me turtle people back in the day some people uh my closest friends call me joey you know they don't call me uh joe or joseph usually people that don't know me call me joseph but these people are crazy man bird bite howdy doody time (laughs) fools fools complete fools um there, there is but, uh, yeah, you, you're going back to Mulvaney. Uh, I saw that uh, nobody showed up to listen to to that reckless fool speak. And thank God, because you're just listening to stuff that's, you'll never get that time back. You know, you're, you are, you will now be more ignorant by having listened to that. And that's time you can never recover in your life. And that is a, literally a waste of time, a, la- a waste of money. 
because that particular person is a waste of space. But social media does prop him up, and they want you to believe that there are so many of them out there. But in reality, if you look around you, you don't see that in the real world. You just see it in the social media world, which is the devil. I say that all the time because it is the devil. On to uh, my next one. Uh, Biden may reportedly delay... Uh, methyl ban after concerns of political implication. The Biden administrator reportedly may delay its methyl ban after critics warned such a move could upset black smokers who utilize the product and, uh, and it may affect the presidential 2024 run for him or re-election for him. You, do, you see how, do you hear how political everything is? If you're black, so instead of what's doing what's best... You know, if it's damaging to you, telling people, listen, we're trying to help you out here. I mean, this stuff's no good for you. And we're going to ban it because it's no good for you. I mean, this is really destroying your lungs and you're going to get sick and die. And, and if you want to continue to smoke, that's on you. That's fine. You know, you take that risk. That's your free choice. You take your risk. But as far as allowing companies to put something that we know really elevates the chance of you getting sick and having problems... We, we got to take it out. No, no, no. They're more concerned that you keep smoking your menthol. It's okay. Keep smoking that Newport, man. Get there. Mess them lungs up. Cough up that blood like, uh, you know, most real deep Newport, smoke, uh, Newport smokers do. Uh, because it's more important that I get elected. So for political reasons, we're going to mess with your health. <laughs> Sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> COVID, yeah, and all, it all—it's it, all the same game we're playing. They're more interested in keeping power. They don't want to rock the boat in any way, shape, or form. So it doesn't matter if it's actually beneficial to you. If it's—if they think that it has any, there are any implications that it could potentially harm them in holding on to that power, then they don't care about you because they only care about them. And that's a prime example of it right there instead of taking care of people no they're concerned that more black americans smoke newports and that uh that's going to piss them off if you banned it and then they're not going to vote with you because they can't smoke their cigarette <laughs> such a caring and loving uh uh administration caring loving congressman in washington let's just don't you feel the love uh, after I get elected, we'll do it. But for now, let them just keep let them just keep poisoning and killing themselves. You know, it's not that important. Hell, they listen. They've been trying to eradicate black people for years. They try to do it with abortion. Try to do it with, with so many. Why not? Let them just go and smoke it until they're all until they're all gone. What do you care? As long as you stay in power. <sighs> grimy scumbags. <laughs> Best way I can put it. grimy scumbags. That is. Well, uh, that are up in Washington. All right. That being said, my, uh, uh, oh, I did want to say that um, I had mentioned prior to this that, uh, and I'm saying I'm going to, I got one more story I wanted to share with you guys, but uh, I did tell you that I'm going to take off, you know, the Christmas holiday. Um, the way that Christmas falls, I probably, my last episode will be, um, the Friday before Christmas and my next episode will be after the first of the year. So I'll probably sign off for like a good solid 10 days. I know that you could probably care less, but <laughs> just in case, you know, you're bored and you're like, Oh damn it. This is the moron I usually listen to when I'm got nothing to do. I'm on the can or 
I'm sitting there at a security desk in, in the graveyard shift, and I got nothing better to do with my life. Well, unfortunately, uh, I'll be taking that time off to spend the time with my family like you'll be taking the time off to spend it, hopefully, with your family. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I know not everybody listens to the literally the last word that I say. So I figure I'll throw it in there somewhere in the middle, and it should be all right. All right. Uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin warns Congress on, or warned Congress on Tuesday uh, during a private briefing that if they do not pass more aid to Ukraine, it would likely or very likely, lead to U.S. troops fighting a war in Europe. Michael McCall went on to say that if Vladimir Putin takes over Ukraine, he'll get Moldova, Georgia, then maybe the Baltics. Um, After, uh, he's a uh, Republican out of Texas, Um, after Austin and other senior Biden administration officials briefed the House lawmakers on their request for uh, for more aid to Ukraine, Uh, And then the idea that we'll have to put troops on the ground in the Secretary Austin's words was very likely. Um, McCall added that that we're basically they're trying to avoid that. So the Biden administration is uh, requesting a $106 billion aid package from Congress with a bulk of it, $61 billion, going to Ukraine. That would be in addition to the $113 billion that has been allocated to support for the Ukraine war uh, since February of 2022. So you're up over, uh, getting close to $180 billion um, to Ukraine. And now they're floating the idea of potentially having to have our troops on the ground in there if they don't get the money. Um, <laughs> scare tactic, fear tactic leaks out to the news. Everybody gets it. Everybody starts panicking. Do we want a World War III? What are we supposed to do? How about you step back and say, hey, listen, man, we've given you guys almost $120 billion. If you guys can't win by now, or if you guys can't figure this out by now, you know, that's the best we could do for you. You know, you know uh, give them the old uh, pat on the back and say you did a good job and uh, see how it turns out. And I don't see why we're putting troops on the ground. I don't see why why one American should go over there and fight. Yeah, we have given them the aid. Obviously, as small of a, as small as the country as they are, and with the monster that you thought was coming to get them, which was Russia. You know, Russia has been talk. We've been talking about Russia for decades and decades. And I think nobody realized how weak Russia's military was until this broke out. I think most of us thought that if there was going to be a war with Russia, you know, they were going to bring it. No, they were going to bring the A game. It was going to be House of Pain, and it was going to be a, it was going to be a tough fight. Seeing that Russia can barely handle Ukraine, and yeah, it makes you wonder. Yeah, it, may, it, may, it just makes you wonder about everything. I try not to be a conspiracy theorist, but you just gotta wonder. You know, it just it's one of those things. But no Americans should go. No boots should go on the ground, and. uh this particular situation, I think we've done as much as you can do, as much as we should do with taxpayer dollars. Okay, because now you're funding there, we're funding Israel. Israel is actually making progress. See, Ukraine's not making any progress. This is just like, you know, people standing across the bed from each other, yelling at each other. Nobody's moving, nobody's going anywhere, and all you do is just sit there and yell at each other. Okay, uh, Israel is trying to. It looks like to me they're trying to strategically create some space in Gaza so that way 
uh, when everything does settle down, they have a much larger area that Hamas would have to cross, and they would it would make it virtually impossible. I guess nothing's impossible, but virtually impossible to pull off the same type of terror attack that they did to start this in October. So it would give Israel more time, more space, more warning, so that it could protect Israel could protect its citizens, which makes sense to me. They're actually gaining ground. So the, if that's the plan that's in place, and I'm not 100% sure that is it, but it just seems and appears to be that way, and if that's, if that's the case, they're actually gaining ground. They're, and they're going to eventually say, okay, we've done what we need to do. We got an excellent buffer. There's no way you get past this. And now we'll stop and we'll move forward. You stay on your side, we'll stay on our side, and everybody's good. That's what it seems like. Ukraine, it's like you're both at the same border. Nobody's moving anywhere. Nobody's backing down. Nobody's giving up. The same thing over and over. It's an endless war. It's a forever war. Just what they want. You know, we were, we were in, in Afghanistan for 20 years. Now what, we're going to be in Ukraine for 20 years and spend trillions of dollars over the course of 20 years in Ukraine filtering money for all these politicians? No, I don't think so. You certainly shouldn't be putting any of our, our uh, troops over there. None, zero, done. Hey, here, you had your money. You squandered all of it. Or whatever the hell you did with it, 116 or 113 billion dollars, it's a hell lot of money. Where's it at? What'd you use it on? Because it's not just we gave you money, we gave you military asset, military weapons, gave you machines, you got planes from people. I mean, you got everything, man. What more do you guys want? If you can't win it by now, you ain't gonna win it. Sorry to tell you, this is gonna go on forever. But they're using that fear tactic to try to get something passed to make sure they can get more money filtering through Ukraine and right back into the United States, right into certain people's bank accounts. I'm not saying who, because I don't have any proof, but uh, you know, I don't want to call any direct names, but uh, the little laundering, it's going to go over there to get washed. It's going to go somewhere else to get dried. And ultimately it's going to get folded up and packaged and it's going to get delivered right to a certain Congress people's accounts. Amazing how stupid they think we are. And we're really not. I don't get into conspiracy theories or nothing, but, uh, you know, you just wonder sometimes. Yeah, I was, I'll tell you, just personally, I was driving the other day. I talked to a telecommunications guy that I work with, and he is, he's, uh, he's close to retirement age, or he's actually he's past it. I think he's going to, just one of those guys likes to work and enjoy, enjoys what he does. It's not labor intensive. So, um, anyways, I was talking to him, and we were talking about the moon landing. And, uh, he said it never happened. He goes, oh, I'm one of those people that's in, you know, gets in deep into conspiracy theories. I said, why do you think it never happened? And I said, I do have some questions myself, you know. Anyways, I was driving, thinking about the conversation that me and him had. And, you know, it's kind of funny. And, and there's a lot that, you know, a good conspiracy is definitely one that's unprovable. And uh, the fact that we have never been back to the moon since the whole Cold War deal and it was a rush Basically a rush to whether we, us or Russia will be the first ones to get to the moon. And we pulled it off, supposedly. And, uh, and since then, we've never been back. And, and the, some of the reasons why they say we've never been back, you know, what is, what is there to explore? What do we need to go back for? There's a lot of reasons, but you got to think, we're talking about 60 years 60 years ago, think of what your technology was. It's so much better now. Why haven't we been back? Yo, is there nothing up there that could be mined or nothing up there that we could use here that could start going back and forth that makes a lot of sense? 
I mean, how about just exploration in general? You know, we, we explore everywhere. We're not going to explore there. And then what really got me was I was thinking about him, and he's been in telecom, and he goes, listen, man, you can't get that communication to the other side of the world via radio. You know, like if I'm hitting you on a walkie-talkie, he's like, you can't get that on the other side of the world. We, we just can't. He's like, if we can't do that here, you think you're going to get it to the moon, especially back in the 60s where they're talking back and forth to each other? And I started thinking about it, and I go, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. I mean, this guy's higher up, and this is his industry for his whole life. This is a smart guy. He ain't, this ain't no stupid guy. He knows everything under the sun about communications and wireless and radio frequencies. And, I mean, the guy, he's, he's, this is, he's a genius. And I started thinking about it, and I'm like, God, that just makes it even worse. <laughs> just, that just makes conspiracy even worse did we actually get there or did we not i'd like to think that they didn't lie to all the american people and we actually got there but you know what was the benefit we we became the superpower we dominated we showed russia and then we never went back <laughs> just a lot of questions and i'm sitting here thinking about him with the radio stuff and i'm going yeah that's true yeah that's that is weird they can get it, you get it through the atmosphere, through all that, Every, back in the 60s. He's like, if we couldn't do it here on the planet, you couldn't get that radio signal across here on the planet, how the hell are you going to do that? And I just thought to myself, oh my God, there's, there's, there's something there. You just never know. You know, I, listen, I'll, uh, I don't know if it is or if it's not. I haven't studied into it deep enough because honestly, I don't think you'll ever get a real answer and, and it really doesn't benefit us one way or the other to know other than just having the general knowledge, but there are questions. So yeah, I, I told you that story just because, you know, I said conspiracy theories earlier, but I, I thought that that was fun. That was funny to share because he really, he starts making you think now, if you're a telecom person, you've been around a long time, you know, the technology they had back then. And without a shadow of a doubt, you have proof that they could do it by all means, please send it to me. I'd be happy to look at it. You know, we could do a whole thing on it. But uh, otherwise, you know, it'll just be one of those things that some people will believe it and some will not. And they are definitely swaying me to the more not category. <laughs> they're, suck, they're sucking me into a conspiracy. You just never know. Anyways, I thought I'd tell you that story. It's just a little personal note. Uh, hope you enjoyed what you're hearing. We're out. We'll do it again. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.